Are you a podcaster? Maybe you've got that big idea and you're looking for a network to join. The multi-award-winning Ozcast Network can get your content to eyes and ears all over the world. Join now for the first month free, and you could be featuring this sound at the beginning of your podcast. Ozcast. Simply head to ozcastnetwork.com for details. The ball straight run up. Now he angles it somewhat. Where do I start? It's been up and down. I remember being a kid. I can see that happening. That's always oh, something to do. The Unlaced. Unlaced podcast. It's actually not bad. <laughs> and we're live. We're back. Second episode of the Unlaced podcast for 2022. Uh, before we jump into this episode, I just want to give a big shout out to episode one of, of the year, which was uh, released last week with... Uh, the three Melbourne Storm legends, Kenny Bromwich, Jerome Hughes, Ryan Pappenhausen, and my good friend, Shandor Earl. Uh, that was a belter of an episode. I'm not going to lie. We spoke about some pretty cool stuff um, regarding Melbourne Storm and the NRL, but more so around the cryptocurrency space and the NFT space, which those boys are just dominating, releasing um, their latest NFT. So if this is the first episode you're tuning into this year, get back on that one. Check it out because it was a ripper. I absolutely loved having that chat. Um, and yeah, it just couldn't have gone any better. So... Moving on to a very special guest and a very special friend of mine, second appearance on the Unlaced podcast is uh, the entrepreneur, business mogul, content creator king, Tommy Sheridan. <laughs> Jeez, you've downgraded from last week, mate. <laughs> Some of the biggest names in Melbourne, they the worst. <laughs> yeah, that's right, mate. The good train. It's good to be here, mate. It's, it's good, good mate. to be back in studio. It is, mate. It is. You're, you're good to be back home for you a little bit, I, I guess. Am. You're back in Melbourne. I feel settled. Someone asked me, actually, I was calling someone on the way here. Um, Yes, where, where, the, where the fuck are you at the moment? <laughs> so, mate, I'm in Melbourne. I'm, I'm living here now. So it's good. It's a pearl of day out there. So yeah, it's, it's a belter, mate. It's a belter to get out the beach, but we're, we're in here. But, um, mate, post New Year, what's, what's been happening for you? Because I feel like your life's been pretty full on, mate. You've been yeah. noosa, bucks parties, oh. running businesses. Like, mate, are you... Oh. Keeping your head above water. What about what? you, mate? These bucks parties aren't healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say no to a bucks party? No, mean, no, not morally, no. Oh, gee, yeah, you can't, and you can't not perform. Um, <laughs> which is what happened at one of them. We went to um, speaking of bucks parties, mate. We one of my good mates, Gom. I just got uh, he's getting married soon, and we went to the races out at um, Yarra Glen, I think it was, and it was it was thirty five degrees heat. Jeez. Um, but we went out the night before as well. So this is, this is this day night, two? This is the night we caught up for a beer at Middle Park. So the, wait, let's explain this. Because when we caught up, you were rolling in for a, it was supposed to be a, a friendly dinner. Yeah, a get together. Boys are flying in from... And know. then the next day was Saturday, well, which was the main day, the main crack. Yeah, the first night feeding. <laughs> 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 oh, it always happens. Mate, you go, you're going to go hard tonight. I said, no chance. Oh, it always happens. You can't. Oh, we had a monster. And then... Um, Mate, the next day, 35 degrees. I reckon I had very little sleep and it was a tough day at the Yarra Glen races, mate. It was so hot. Oh my <laughs> God. Fucking hell. So yeah, that Bucks buddy ruined me. So I took off the Noosa with mum and dad um, and we, we went there for, they're actually just getting back today, but we had a little family holiday, a little cleanse, R&R, and then, uh, and then back for another Bucks party last Saturday. Oh so God. This weekend, Gorm was really, really chill, mate. Wasn't, really chill. Um, wasn't there was footage on one of your stories of like running races or something and it looked to be like a oh. serious concussion of some sort to yeah, one of the yeah. blokes on the bucks yeah. or something. Well, our buck was, I think he had, he had heat stroke, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we are pouring cold water and he's, I think he had too many beers early. He was gone. But they, what they did was they, um, they organized, there was about 10 bucks parties and hens parties, I think going on and they organized a sprint Yeah. and uh, they lined all the, all the people that were obviously getting married up 
And is this like, have you guys I've just got, created this at the races? No, or someone like, else has. Someone else has. And I've seen it. And I'll go, this is going to be full on. It was a good 80 meter sprint, maybe 100. Oh, it's hamstring territory. Yeah, ha- hammy, yeah, hammy's knees. You what? Anyway, I'm watching this guy. He's dressed up in, um, in Collingwood outfit. And uh, I've actually got the footage, so I'll flick it to you. <laughs> oh, please and, do. Mate, they're, <laughs> anyway, they've gone on your mark, set, go, and bodies and arms are flying everywhere. <laughs> and this bloke's like, you know when you're trying too hard, you over-rotate? And he's over-rotated, <laughs> and he's, he's hit his head on the ground, and the bloke behind him's trying to dump, jump in the air and, and hurdle him. And as he's going to hurdle him, he's landed on his temple and just squished his head into the ground. Oh, anyway, and we didn't really see it. And because I filmed it, I was like, what's this bloke's carrying on a bit, isn't he? Like, he's only, like, if you've done a hammy, he's on the ground for a good five minutes, right? Oh, so he's gone. Gone. I go, geez. Anyway, everyone's getting around him. And then he slowly makes his way back to his feet. And everyone was quite glad. I thought he literally did his hammy off the bone. I've looked at the footage. He has been seriously concussed, mate. <laughs> so he's concussed. The bloke behind him has stood on his head like, <laughs> oh, I'll have to send it to you. So big shout out to anyone that organizes them. They are a great laugh. Yeah. I, I will not be taking part in it. Yeah, I know. You need a few weeks after him. I had a couple in December. And yeah, they've, they've made, they've, tell you what, friendships are made for a lifetime on them, though. They are. And then the, the weddings... Um, the wedding's coming up. That'll be great. Fun. Yeah, it's like a reunion. <laughs> you don't want to see a couple of people. <laughs> yeah. Hello, mate. How are you? <laughs> bloke should have come with a bandage around his head. Yeah, yeah boys. It's still sore. Yeah, I don't think that bloke, I think that bloke with the Collingwood outfit, he'll be concussed. He might, make, he might wait the uh, wedding. Spit that out. <laughs> um, now, for those who follow you, if, if you're not following Tommy Sheridan, he's a great follow on Instagram, full of life. Tell you what, he's posted a couple photos the last few days that just make me laugh on his story, but... He put up a, a question to the people, which I'm interested to see how's going, given you've, you've come back to Melbourne now, you're settling here, you're house hunting. Yeah, yeah, I am. How does, like, how does, you know, a bloke in his mid to late 20s house hunt in Melbourne and you've thrown it, you threw it out to your followers, where out, should man. I live? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I just want to know, I, I grew up in Melbourne and obviously went to Freo when I was 18, literally yeah. fresh 18. I was there for seven years, went to Sydney for two, then last year. I was not home. I was in Perth for six months and Gold Coast for probably two. Yeah. And I never really moved anywhere. I was with my mate, um, you know, just locally. So looking to actually get right in the thick of it, I don't actually know where the best spot for someone. Wow. 28, single, working, quite, as you said, entrepreneurial and want to be in the hustle and bustle. Yeah. Um, like last week I did two tanks of fuel, you know, just <laughs> catching up with blokes like you and everyone else. Like, oh, cause mate. I'm living at, um, you know, Northwest. So Yeah. I put it up and everyone was saying South Melbourne, South Yarra, some really funny comments oh, on there. Oh, that's man. good. Yeah, I remember, I think someone said like, mate, nowhere or something like, head someone back said, to Perth or someone something. Someone said, nowhere, get the fuck out of Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, there you <laughs> I go. I said, thanks for your assistance, yeah, mate. Host- yeah, hostile. Very funny. Wait, well, the listeners, come on, give us a comment on this um, podcast. Where should Tommy live? Maybe if we get a percentage vote going, maybe the bloke just has to, <laughs> he has to live there. Let's put him in the stick somewhere, but... Um, as I touched on, you've always had a pretty fast paced life Mm. and you've always got a lot of moving pieces, particularly now, but given you're probably in a space now, you've come out of footy. What was it? Is it two years now or a year? This will be my second year. Second season. So last season was your first season out. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Was that actually last year? Was that tough? Like, or were you ready when you came out? Mate, it was really hard actually. I struggled a bit and I was, it was a year of struggle for probably a lot of people, but I wasn't, I wasn't settled at all. Yeah. Um, I was on the road. I, w- I had a few commitments in Perth and because of these border restrictions, as we know, I had to make certain decisions, um, you know, and I ended up staying in Queensland for a month because Melbourne locked down and I couldn't get to Perth via Melbourne, but I could from Queensland. 
So I ended up staying in Queensland and just, you know, mate, hopping around. I've got a few favours. I, got, I just, oh, I hope I make it one day, mate, because I just, I owe about 15 blokes rent. They can just come stay at my apartment. I was staying in so many people's houses. Um, yeah, ticked off Byron, which was good. But yeah, then I was in Perth for what was meant to be a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, obviously with the sunglasses brand, we, we had our, we had our, our samples arriving and I had to approve and, you know, see them in person. And, um, and then Melbourne went into a little lockdown. Sorry, Perth went into a five-day lockdown. That stopped me from coming home. Then Melbourne went into a lockdown, and that just extended. And as we know, we won't talk about it too much. But I was told, don't come back yet because we're actually locked up. So yeah. I ended up staying in Perth for, I think it was just under six months. And well, and not like you didn't plan on doing no, that. No, and that was the hardest part. I kept like, yeah, one more week, one more week, one more week. Oh, and in no my way. head, I was like, oh, and I had, I'm so lucky. Like everyone out there that, that looked after me, and I stayed at their house, um, they know who they were. But it was, it was hard, man. Like no yeah. car for ages, like borrowing cars, like mates cars. They didn't need it. But just that whole process of asking and oh, all that. It's awful. And it was a bit grim like that, but Perth is small. You can get around. Um, and mate, probably miss the connection piece. Like the, the people, like I'm a big yeah. people person. Yeah. I was working a lot in isolation. Like, you know, whether you're at, whether it doesn't matter where you're working, like with my, my role with, um, with the sunny stuff before I launched all the, all the other stuff I just did. But it's very much, um, in isolation and mm. you're working with a lot of freelancers and, and, and people in your team, but you can work online and on yeah. Zoom. it's just not my, not your jam. You like getting out about and I like, people face to face. I like the relationship stuff. Yeah. I like you being, have a big tab of coffees by the end of the week, don't you? That bill. That big tab. <laughs> big tab of coffees. Uh, in fact, the lady in, um. I was staying at Griff Logue's and Tab's house a fair bit, and they had a they had a little cafe down there, had a Wi-Fi. <laughs> the lady knew my order and everything. With him, like, <laughs> there you go, you back again. I used to go there when I was bored. <laughs> <laughs> I heard him on the phone today. People actually, he was ordering breakfast at a cafe, and he he was just he wasn't complaining, but he was asking, "Oh, they wanted strawberries on something. There were no strawberries. Oh, just give me the raspberries." Like it was just like routine <laughs> combat, routine cafe chat. <laughs> Oh yeah, the old uh, the Bircher muesli with extra strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have them. Why not? Criminal. Well, Perth's like a bit of a second home for you, though. Like mm. as much as you were, I mean, not held hostage, but like you couldn't really leave, could you, logistically, to come home? I could and I couldn't. Like I could, but it meant I would be locked up, which is again. Being... So yeah, the choice was to come and tenfold of what you were doing there. Yeah, not move. Yeah, and I got a lot of stuff done. I, I did. The Perth was very good, and it got even better. Like the back end of it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, the um, summer. Yeah, well, all the well, the grand final was there. Oh, of course. So I was catching up with heaps of boys coming in and out when they were allowed out. Um, yeah, I got to see a lot of old teammates. Like the Giants finished their season there. Jumped on their Mad Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Organised that with someone. Did you organise oh, I just it? helped out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. well, you, if it's in Perth, yeah, it makes yeah, sense yeah. to call and train over um, that. Helped out with that. But it was unreal to see a few of them boys. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, as you know, like in season, the boys are really professional, obviously, and their time's consumed with, with training and whatnot. So once the season was done, could catch up properly yeah. with um, even the local boys um, at Frio there. And, and yeah, we, we had some fun at the end of the year. It was good. Mate, I wanted to revisit the, um, I think we might've touched on this last time, but it's, it's just fascinating for me because you obviously grew up in Melbourne, elite footy player. You went as sort of a, you know, a relatively high draft pick, but most there's like always that stigma in AFL, which is interesting to me because Australia is a beautiful place. But like when you get drafted out of your home state, was that like back then, was that a big thing? Like for you now, do you look back at it and like, you're glad you kind of got out or you yeah, got man. to visit like you know, yeah. somewhere else? And hundred percent. I think getting out of your comfort zone is hard. Yeah. I was kind of forced. Yeah. And then the people that you meet along the way to be able to do what I did, even just, just to be able to go to Perth and just, you know, roll into 
cafes or, you know, just obviously, you know, you met a lot of people through the footy circles and, and just catch up with people. And a lot of people have moved into different roles, build relationships. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, it's like your second home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just there's, a, and a lot of people do move on and all that, but I was there for a long time, like seven years, man. Mate, that's huge. Seven yeah. and a half now. Cause I went there for six months. It's just a long time and it's not for me. It's not quick enough, but. Yeah, it's a, a bit, small place. It's a very small place, very isolated. And I well, don't the think... city of Perth anyway, not WA. Have you been much? To Perth, I have, yeah. For, for, were you there for well, soccer? For, no, I'd go there for soccer, but okay. I went there, I've been there a few times the oh, last nice. couple of years with work and stuff. Yeah, not a lot of people have been there. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll go there. It's like, yeah. I always said to my mates, and it's expensive, like, it's not cheap. I remember my mates that were going through uni early days, all working. Yeah. You almost had to cough up a thousand just to get there and back, which yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people wouldn't do it. And, yeah. um, which is sad because it is a beautiful place. And I reckon Perth people like it that way. They yeah, like, they, is, I think they do. And and that's that's on them. But yeah, it's it's uh I've always said do two weeks in Perth, you can do a lot. You yeah. Know? Um two weeks is plenty, I reckon. You can do a lot in two weeks. But it's beautiful. Some of the beaches and places that you know, hidden gems over there. It's it's um it's an amazing place. Fuck man. I um always yeah, always wondered about like living there because when I go there I used to love it. But I always think like if you can walk the C B D and a short period of time, then it kind of tells you the yeah, rest the of the same site. Yeah, it's almost, you don't want to go for that reason. Nah, it's tiny. It's the coast. It's, it's a the coastal. Beast. It's all yeah. about the coast for me. Like the, and obviously down south, there's wineries and all that kind of stuff that I've, I haven't really tapped into. I reckon that's more when you've got a missus and you're settled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's not the trainer in. way, yeah, mate. no, I've done a couple, but it's a bit like, where, I haven't got a missus and everyone else has. What am I doing here? Yeah. <laughs> have some more cheese. Maybe we should have a, how old are you? 28. Maybe we should, that's a podcast, 28 and single. Yeah. We'll just run with that. Well, the 28 year old male that's, um, Instagram page gets a flogging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it relates to every post. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, oh gosh. But yeah, great place. Highly recommend it. And um, they do know how to throw a party. I think everyone, uh, Perth's a bit like, I don't know, like hermit crabs or whatever you want to call them, but they just hide in winter and in summer they just, they're everywhere. Really? But yeah, everyone's out and about, everyone's having a good time. In winter, I don't know where they were hiding, but they're just, they're nowhere. What's that, um, what's the party they have there? I think you might have been there is why I'm asking this, but it's one where they kind of connect all the boats. I don't know if it's at Cottesloe or they kind of have like this ring of boats. Well, you were definitely on yeah. a boat party. Well, they do raft were... ups. They do like raft ups all the time. So everyone. Mate, that boat. looked like a, you were on one because oh, everyone no. was drinking the, um, yeah. what are they called? The, the vodka soda ends. Vodka yeah, soda yeah, ends. Yeah, and big... then, yeah, the Rixes were on yeah, and everything. It was yeah, like... yeah. Big shout out to the boys, um, at vodka soda end. I always stuff that up. I always go vodka and soda. But yeah, that's what not. I was about vodka to say. And, I'm glad yeah, you corrected me. Um, they they're awesome. The drinks are epic, and we've been um, we've done some a fair few things with them for work. But we literally just threw a party. They supplied the the um you know the cans, and, and we you know we got the sunnies out, and we had this, this big boat <laughs> party. And to be honest, it was my last week, and I was like, I yeah, want to do this regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was epic, mate. Like it was it was quite funny. We. We organised it. That, all the like all the boys were finished footy, so like I kind of said, right, I've got a boat party. All you need to bring is literally your sunnies <laughs> <laughs> and wear your clothes or whatever. It's going to be on a boat all day, and um, and you're supplying the yeah the alcohol my, or whatever. Yeah, we had all the like we had all the um the drinks on ice the night before, and the boys <laughs> that like literally had their boats. It was a full operation and. <laughs> Um, it stressed me business partner. And I know that he, he, he aged a year just organizing the boats because it was a full on like process, like three boats. Some of them didn't know each other. All um, oh, right, Okay. But they all, anyway, what happened was, so like I had to plan where people were getting on each boat because obviously there's a capacity for certain boats and, mm. and obviously different people don't know each other. So just doing that alone and making sure everyone's on time. And when the boat goes, it's it. Like you can't go back and get them. Oh my anyway, we had a spot that we pulled up on, but the, the funniest thing was, um, 
uh, one of the boys who had the bigger boat. We all, majority of us got on that. Um, and I think we told him, it was like, I don't know. Well, you just shafted the little boats. And go, no, little boats were, I think we over, we think we over invited. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm late as per like me and, um, Brando Matera and his, his missus and, um, they, they, they picked me up and we're, we're heading in and, and the boat that we we're getting on was at capacity by about, yeah, it was, it was already five people over, right? Yeah. There was five of us and there was about, um, like me business partner, sister Tegan and just entering all their friends there. They've rolled in with about 12 girls and all of a sudden they're like, surely they're not getting in. Oh, so like there's joking. this footage of us on the boat, on the river. You're it's joking. About, it's about, oh, there's a lot of people. There's only 40 plus on this. <laughs> <laughs> we nearly sunk before we got there. I reckon I saw stories of this and I'm like, this looks like, yeah, there was like five people Sardines, sitting on the back mate. of it. Yeah. Sardines. And, the, and one of the boys that, um, that owns the boat's like, mate, we need to get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> really? We're going to sink or get really yeah. in big trouble here. So mate. we got there, we, we evened up the weight on each boat and, and off we went and it was a great day and I want to do it again. It's, um, it'd be good to do it here. You're just a bit in- unpredictable. With yeah, the that's true. Well, Tommy, the party planner, because, um, it's a good segue into a little bit of the next segment because, um, we're actually going, well, we're not going to the Super Bowl, but we're going to watch the Super Bowl together yeah. next week. So for those tuning in the Unlaced podcast, American Aces, which we'll touch on uh, later in this podcast to give you a bit of context of, of Tommy's pod and what he's doing over there, we're going to create a, a bit of a Super Bowl vlog. So... You're going to see the behind the scenes of us watching um, the Super Bowl, which is going to be a bit of fun. But I'm hoping yeah. you're going off what you're saying. I hope you haven't planned that day because that could be a bigger day than anticipated. Yeah, it will be a big day. I've got a lot of a lot of our uh, mates are coming. It's at the Ascot um, Vale Hotel. So anyone that uh, wants to to watch the game, I think they've got a few more tickets. And they said just to Instagram message them, to so slide in the DMs there, there and organise a table if there's any available. Yeah, so we're going there to watch it. Um, it'll be a great day. I truthfully don't know who's going to win. Rams are obviously favourites, but you can't you can't write off um, Joe Burrow and the boys. And yeah, I'm really excited, star. mate. Two really good stories. Regardless of who wins, everyone's going to be happy. There's no real villain. Yeah. So it's a bit of it's a bit of a weird one. Yeah. I don't really normally I'm like I want them to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got no idea. You're who split. I, yeah, I'm a bit. I've got a soft spot for Odell Beckham, obviously, and then yep. I've got this soft spot for the Bengals because they've never won one before. Yeah, Burroughs um, just seems like a good bloke as well, doesn't he? Looks he looks like the next Tom Brady, to be yeah. honest. He's so composed. He's so measured. He's very he's very much a winner. That's crazy. Um, and he's and he's gone against, you know, like his, his journey through college into the into the NFL. Even last year, mate, you should see how he banged his knee up. Like he had a severe knee injury. Really? He's just come back and just taken him straight to the <laughs> This guy is a weapon. He's the real deal. He's the real deal, man. Oh, I can't wait and to And people watch it. just keep like what he's done in the in the playoffs so far, you know, to beat the Chiefs um at Arrowhead, which is the loudest, you know, crowd in, yeah. the, in the NFL they believe in. Being behind by how many points? I think it might be nine. It was, was ridiculous. Yeah, it nineteen was, points behind. It was twenty two or something. It might nineteen been. behind, I think, man. And yeah, um, someone placed a two hundred K bet on. Yeah. Um to win ten grand or something and lost. Lost, yeah. yeah. The, <laughs> when they were when they were up at the maximum point, they were. What's up. the point of that? Yeah, well, I don't know. He thought it was just a shoe in, obviously, it's, but clearly, they he'll be he'll on, be in the gutter somewhere. On the flip side, someone put twenty dollars, I think, um, in America, so on the exact game total, so like the exact scores combined. The, so like I think he, whatever the scores oh, okay, were, right. I think they were like 20, 27, 24, 27. whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, twenty seven, twenty four, and then it was um whatever it was, and then the, the Rams game was like twenty seven. And he's put that. $20 bonus bet into both of them. And he's got up and won like 750k. Oh, Something ridiculous. The feel good stories. Oh, hey? get around that. Sure like. on <laughs> Where did you get into like, cause you do a bit of documenting on this and we'll go into it. But, um, 
Where did you get into your love for professional sports, particularly American ones? Because every time I've caught up with you recently, you're, you're talking NBA, you're talking NFL. Where did yeah. that fascination come from? I've always from? loved sport, loved um, loved NBA, played basketball growing up. Um, not at a not at a high level because footy took over. But when I uh, well being at a footy club, I reckon the older guys love NFL. And I got into it through um, Zach Dawson. Actually, was really big on it. And I used to pick his brain about why, and it's a bit. It's and, and it was an interesting game. So then, when I started the the Ricks um, eyewear brand, obviously the the uh, we had a connection over there to my mate now Eric Decker, who um, his wife was doing some swimwear work with a friend in Perth, who's a local designer there, and they hooked us up. And he had he was playing for the New York Jets as a wide receiver, marquee player. It was just incredible. Um, so we met him, me and my mates. Like one of my mates had never left the country before. And I'm like, mate, we're going to the Jets facility on Wednesday. Make sure we're all ready to go. So we went out there. Um, another two mates, John and Liam. And, and uh, yeah, all three of us, uh, all four of us went to the, the facility, not knowing what to expect, to be honest. Like I know how it works when you have a facility tour, to be honest. Sometimes you're like, oh, I can't be, you know, you're like, yeah. oh, it's your day off or something. Not not that I'd be like, but some players can be like that. Yeah. Um, if it felt like a chore and he was amazing, mate. He took us for like this. Is he, is he American? Yeah, he is. He's American. Yeah. Okay. yeah I, actually, I actually did a podcast with him. Yeah, I was him. about to say, right? You um, had him on your On potty. my Tommy Talks. Yeah. Okay. Did a two part series because yeah. I spoke about his journey and he, um, yeah, he was at the Broncos and Jets and Titans yeah. at the end and, and ended up did a two week preseason with, with the Patriots and Brady wow. and just before Brady and Belichick split. But, um, yeah, so check that out if you're an NFL fan because it's really good. Like we have an awesome chat. It went for so long. I could have. What's this on Oz American Aces? Yeah, go to Oz American Aces and then Tommy talks. Yeah, Eric, Eric Decker, Eric part one Decker. and two. Um, anyway, and he showed us around. I brought like a Frio jersey and a footy, and he decked us out. It's mate, the, the difference between AFL and NFL. It is so funny. He's like to the property guys. Hey, sort the boys out. You know, like next minute we're like just click your fingers and we're wearing all these dark green jets. <laughs> <laughs> it was unreal. Like if I asked them like at Freo the day, like, get stuff, mate. <laughs> got a budget here, mate. Go, yeah, you can do it yourself. Got one bloody hat left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. Go <laughs> pay for it. Go to the team store, you dog. That's insane. Anyway, he took us for a tour. The New York Jets facility is unbelievable. Really? Inside, you know, indoor gyms, indoor and outdoor fields. They had this players, like players area. It was, it was epic, man. Like we walked in the players lounge and there's actually like, I didn't know the game that well. So if yeah. I knew now there's actually some big dogs playing like PlayStation in there. I oh, see. So you didn't know who they were. The nah, couldn't right? really see them introduced and said, g'day. They weren't, I loved like the offense more than defense at the time. Now I love everything, but yeah. so I didn't recognize them, but they were big dudes and they're sitting down just like playing PlayStation and. It was funny, like a little story. We walked in and it was a, it was a pretty smaller room. I thought it'd be a bit bigger to be honest, but it was like a full blown players lounge. Like it had everything in it. Right. And you guys are somehow in there. He just Some took, yeah, boys us, from yeah, us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was 21. That's ridiculous. And, it, and anyway, and there was an ATM on the right and I was like, what the fuck? It's like, what? Mate? I'll go text. Why is there an ATM? He's like, got to pay up when you lose your bets. <laughs> So like these folks play PlayStation and ping pong and all this stuff. And they, they put some, an ATM in there. They have, I play cards and they're like, yeah, you lose your bet. You can pay up. No shorten yeah. that change. Yeah. That's gold, so, man. So um, that was a funny one. And yeah, man, just the tour. And, and, and then to finish off that, he was playing that Sunday. He got his tickets and we went to the game and, um, mate, he scored the first touchdown. And oh, they won. It was just unbelievable. You and know? then from there, that from was From then it. we kept their contact. He got injured the next year. I went again. He got some tickets. Then we went to the the Titans game. He got he got a, um, he got cut, then got picked up. 
went to the Tennessee Titans. His missus is from Nashville. Um, she's a huge singer, country singer. Mm. Anyway, so he moved there. They did a year there. We ended up getting, we went to Austin City Limits Music Festival, me and three boys. We ended up going to the game Monday night. He's hooked us up in the box. It was fucking oh, awesome. way. Yeah, man. He, honestly, He's a legend. Yeah, and we're like, good mates. So I'm looking forward to catching up and, um, He's doing some really cool things now and, um, mate, just a really good person Yeah, is how I put it. What do you, for, for you, when you watch the game of NFL, cause like people talk about with footy, they love like, you know, the fierceness, the toughness yeah. or the specific, like, you know, like the strategy around it. Like for you, what's, what's it about the NFL? Cause it is pretty stop start for like the average viewer it to is. not. And if you don't really understand the strategy of what's going on. Yeah. It's a great question. It's like a chess match. Yeah. It is very important week to week. I think there's games, NBA, you see it all the time. They rest, they blah, blah, blah. AFL is a long season as well. Mm. You know, if you shorten that season, these games are going to be quicker, bigger hits, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. In NFL, it's like, it's explosive athletes. Crazy. Repetition after repetition. There's like, they get a lot of, you know, you can, you know what it's like when you have just one effort and then you chill and then go again. Um, I love it. And it's do or die every week, you know, like round, like week one, you must, like, you don't want to lose the first couple. So every week just matters. And yeah. I just, I just love it, man. It's such, they're such premium athletes. They are unbelievable. Like you look yeah. at Tyreek Hill, if you don't know who he is, he's a wide receiver at the Chiefs. Most people would if they're, if they're NFL fans. He's so quick. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's become third or fourth to like, you know, bolt in a final. I was going to say this, this is like the level of athleticism, like some of the running backs, wide receivers, they they could be Olympic athletes. They, well, they, they do train. A lot like of they're actually, some athletes. of them have the qualifying times to go to the Olympics and stuff. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. And they're positional. They're, this is where I think AFL could take a leaf. The positional training they have is like that, you know, like there's wide receivers, there's tight ends, there's yeah. running backs. They, they obviously would do different training programs. They've got different coaches specifically uh, for their skills. And I like that. I like Yeah, me that. too. Specific think, training to your position. I think in football, they should do more of that. You know, mm. like a midfield coach just trains the midfield, but inside base, outside, you know, ruckman, there's a ruck coach, but I've never had a wingman specific coach. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. got the midfield coach looking at the inside and outside. Imagine you had just one going bang. Yeah, you know, that's crazy. And you, you would, that, that, that player would become much better. Cause changes know, your whole perspective. It does. Well, so I like the way the NFL's ran. It's a, it's a, there's a lot of drama involved. It's fucking, there's always something going on. It's a big, um, big business. And one of the things that amazes me about it is the, um, I think it's the equivalent of like the AFLPA there, but it's like, yeah. The NFL, the NFL is like renowned for being one of the worst, like in, in the sense of, I don't think if you have an injury, your contract's not guaranteed. Whereas like, I, I don't know how true that is, but there's stories of like, um, you know, people that have broken their ankle, they've signed like a, I don't know, five year, $60 million deal or something. And it's like, well, you, you can't it's, play. It's I don't know. It's hard for me to comment on that, but I know they're like the concussion CTE stuff. Excuse me. My eyes go on here, but, um, the CTE stuff was huge. There's even a movie about it. Yeah. It's called concussion. I think. Yeah. 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 Wolf was it Will Smith. Smith? Yeah. yeah. That's really, you know, it's, it's really, they're doing a lot of things now because of all the research, but yeah, man, the contracts are becoming more guaranteed. <clears throat> But I spoke to Ben Graham, former Aussie, you know, punter, AFL legend yeah. and punter over there, NFL, um, one of our best. And we sat down on my Tommy Talks. It was one of my first shows and we spoke about it. And it is so cutthroat. Like you yeah. think he, he got cut as like he was the leadership. He was in the leadership group. You know, he's one of the skippers on special teams, gun punter. He was saying that one week he's 
he's in New York. He's on the, um, uh, what was the, what are they called? The, oh, the Sesame street. There's like a big show. And he was like the pinup boy on there. There was three of them next week. He's getting cut <laughs> yeah, cause, he, cause he fucked up. You know? like, it's just bizarre. And then you're on the streets and you got to do tryouts and unless you're the star. Yes. Yeah, hustle and bustle. And it's like anything. Everyone thinks, oh, you know, you guys are dominating. The guns get paid well, you know, yeah. the rest are grinded, man. Yeah. And, and these guys do grind and they've got to grind at a really elite level. Cause if you have a couple of games off, it's like next man up. Yeah. Man, um, what do you think of Brady? Did that shock you? Did you expect no, him bit, to naturally I was flat. Selfishly yeah. I was flat. Obviously he's Are you a big flat. Brady guy? Um, I mean everyone kind of is, but yeah, some I'm, people like Patriots. Really is like appreciate Collingwood, what he does. Know? Like I think a lot of people hate greatness. You yeah, know? exactly. I love, it. I love yeah. seeing him. I think I want him to play forever. Uh people hate seeing him obviously do well, but I love it because I just think he's just he, he's just so good to watch. He's so yeah. smart, you know. Yeah, hyper intelligent. He just he just good with people too. Like he's He's just older than all the coaches. Like, you know, these coaches coming on, like not older than all of them, but the ones that are in the Super Bowl, they're like 36 and 38. Like what's Brady? 40. Yeah, 40 something. Early 40, 40. He, You know, he's got six and eight years of the, on these guys as a quarterback. He sees things that, that people don't and he can just run the whole offense. It's a, it's unbelievable, mate. mate. Like if, you know, if he didn't have the family commitments and all that stuff that he wants to do. He yeah. could play for a few more years as long as they protect him. Do you do you know his draft story? Like with the obviously you probably know his draft pick. Yeah, yeah. But he was because I think he played baseball as well, but he was like more into NFL and that was his kind of jam. But then obviously draft day happened and he thought he was going to get picked up, and apparently like obviously round one, two, three, four, and five go by, he hasn't been picked up. Round six comes, pick hundred ninety nine, mm. and prior to this like pick coming, he he it was like towards the latter rounds. He thought like I'm not going to get picked. Yeah, his story is incredible. And he went in, so he went in, took a baseball, and went to the like hitting hitting area. He's like stuff this, and then like yeah, got a phone call that you've been picked up by the Patriots. Yeah, and he's the greatest player ever. Seven seven Super Bowls, five MVPs of the Super Bowls, and then like three time MVP of the NFL season. Mm. That's mental. He's, oh, like he just more more the rings. Like he yeah, what he did last year, you know, new team come in. Bang. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. That's, that's, come on, man. that's what, that almost like validated it, didn't it? Cause everyone's yeah. like, oh, the Belichick effect, it's a Patriots culture. And then he's just like, literally, he's just gone bang. And obviously they've loaded up the offense and that, but yeah. Um, and the defense as well. But yeah, he, he's done really well and he's just launched a clothing brand, which I've been loving watching. Like he's got that Brady it brand. Oh, it's a Brady brand. Yeah, yeah. And it's really, it's really slick. Like it's beautiful. He's done it well. That's amazing. It's uh, it's premium. His marketing spot on. He's really? used college athletes in the, in the marketing and, um, in, in all the content photo shoots and, um, it's, it's, it looks like I want to buy a hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. Looks, you look, yeah, I want to buy one. Yeah. It looks sick. I'm Mate. waiting for the white one to come out. With, um, with with Brady, like for you, you mentioned his like personality and being smart, um, which probably made him unique. But I saw you post it. It was because you posted it is why I watched it. But his doco, mm. what was it called? Brady? I think it was called Brady. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, but there was one yeah, on Fox. The one he anyway. just released. Yeah, it was like a yeah, six yeah, episode yeah, yeah. thing yeah, yeah. and he gets shows from like winning. Or, Ten part series. Or mate, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is. All about his Super Bowls. What'd you make of that? Incredible. Yeah. He just sits down and I was hoping there'd be one more, to be honest. Yeah. Was... I was hoping this year would be just one more episode. I reckon he was filming for it. I don't know if he's going to release this. <laughs> but mate, it's incredible insight. I wasn't around or watching, you know, back in 2004 or whatever it was when he yeah. started his first, second year. But um, to see what goes on behind the scenes and to see what he speaks about, it's incredible. It's incredible insight. 
and yeah. can, and I'd love to see it more in in Australian sport. Yeah, you know, can you imagine the conversations and things that were going on in the Melbourne locker room from the start of the year to the end, to the end of the year, yeah. and then being able to sit down with these people at the end and talk about yeah. how'd you feel in that moment, it's what was discussed? Thing. It's awesome, and to be able to reflect for him, he's sat down with key personnel in each Super Bowl and spoken about those. You know, whoever, yeah, those moments and those, um, those players that, yeah. that really made a lot of impact and, and, and to get their insight as well that I didn't really know about. Yeah. Which is for me, that was interesting. Like yeah. some of them just won one. They've been one of his like yeah. armor, you know, or one yeah. of his titles essentially, but they talk about like the Brady effect and then they're like so pivotal in winning that just one. Mm. And it makes you think like, like, he must just have an influence on people as well. Belichick or whatever it is. Yeah. And just. Just like there's a few plays that, you know, you're talking like sentiment. They're just the the, the biggest one was against Atlanta. The I think it was 2017. That comeback. That, that, yeah, that the is, famous comeback. It's just off its head. Yeah. And to then watch the doco and see how he speaks about the plays and this and that and what you were thinking and uh, man, it's he's an immortal. Yeah, he's great. He's one. Yeah, well, we've never seen anyone like it. We're gonna save um. There, we've got a big NFL chat coming, guys, and well, actually, it'll already be out now. So for those, if you want to hear Tommy and I talk a bit more about NFL with a couple more of our, our mates, Josh Dunkley and Hayden Crozier, um, we're going to be on Os American Aces platform talking the Super Bowl, which might have had a result, but we're definitely going to be talking NFL in general. So if you're an NFL person, get on that and give that a listen because that's, that's just been released. So it'll be a, it's a cracking chat um, filled with lots of stories, lots of fun. It ties me into actually American Aces because that's a, a bit of something we've been speaking about and you've been talking about sort of what you're building there. But can you give us a bit of background into that and that space of, you know, because you love creating content like I do, which is where yeah. you kind of see eye to eye on that, I guess. Yeah. So back in, when I was in Perth, I, I started, I was American Aces. So Australian and Americans kind of how I merged that in and, and Aces means to be good at something or sport and, and created that and that's the sports club. And then underneath that, I'll start doing heaps of shows and speaking to cool people and getting a lot of, a lot of any, anything to do with sport mm. and being in sport was quite a privilege. And there's a lot yeah. of people I've met that I'd love everyone else to hear. Mm. And when you think about sport, you think maybe the athletes or the coaches, but there's a lot of other people, you know, that behind the scenes that help, whether it's a mindset coach, you know, specialists in their field, businessmen how, and how they all correlate to being great. Mm. I want to sit down with those people and bring that to the audience and, and bring everyone, you know, we, we want to bring everything, uh, everyone along for the ride. And um, NFL has been the first part of it. I really wanted to hone in on that. And we've yeah. spoken to NFL players. Which is and, flying, by the way. Yeah, yeah. You become the NFL guru. Well, I love it. I love <laughs> Literally. It. And we're going to go to NBA and then we're going to go AFL and yeah. golf and F1 when we get the chance to sit down with all these just weapons. Um, I love it. I love sport. So I started that. I think we did season one, eight episodes a mixture of, you know, AFL players. Like we spoke to Dunks and Cross who we're going to have on tonight. Um, obviously this one will be out afterwards, so check it out. But yeah, at uh, at Cap's store in High Point, and we're going to sit down. But the last time I spoke with them was before the AFL granny oh, um, right. with Stephen May, who they were playing against each other. That's so was, right. I remember that. Yeah. So that was, a, that was a bit of its first of its kind. Not many people have done that. No, that and was. It was that it was, was cool. It was cool. And it was good to see the boys. They took it really well. They love it. They're chill. Um, you know, and made the best man win. Yeah. We, we shot it early in the week and there's a few little digs in there though, from memory. Yeah. A few little yeah, comments, like, which you know, great, you like, know, like you got the medal on the line and, yeah. um, that was awesome. And we'll do that again. And, 
yeah, I love that. It was really difficult over in Perth, you know, like I, I feel like much more settled over here. There's probably, um, you know, but that, that they, uh, that started with a few of the boys there and then obviously the NFL stuff. There's a lot of people that love NFL. Yeah. Um, so just try to hone in on that little community and, and that'll finish next week, the big Super Bowl. Wow. And, and once that's done, then on to the next thing, which AFL's be, coming up. AFL's coming up, NBA for yeah, sport. Playoffs really, and all yeah. that. So created that and just really keen to, yeah, get in the podcast space. I've always wanted to be in it. I just haven't um, had the team yeah. consistently around me. So it's been good to, and we'll be doing a lot of work together. Yeah, buddy oath. It's going to be big, mate. It's going to be big. You're a natural. But one of the, my favorite parts about, particularly the Perth ones, I wonder if you continue it. <clears throat> was your intro to the podcast. It was like, who's coming through the door? Like a bloody episode of Entourage or Seinfeld. And then you have this gangster music, the high fives, ascensions, and then they're sitting on the couch and like Tommy Sheridan, mate. I'm, it's unbelievable. Was that your idea? Yeah, well, I like that whole vibe. Like, <laughs> the theatre yeah, behind yeah, it all. It's, it's getting cool, better. Yeah, yeah. Especially when uh, Magic... Hey, so you're going to have to brace yourself for this, mate. Especially when Big Magic door walks in and go, fuck, do that again, man. Come on. <laughs> oh, that gosh. A, but yeah, and that wasn't even... That was my mate's apartment. So Yeah, I know. Well, because this... this That's how I was like, literally, my mates are at training. I'm borrowing their their lounge room as the apartment. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Well, you got it. You've got a podcast operation up, which is great. But I know when you were coming back, it was like your number one priority. It's like, how do we get this stood up? And um, we have a good friend here that you, yeah. you had a conversation with. The Chronicles of Pete. Now everyone knows 2021 was a year of uh, Pete Camilleri, the producer of the show. He's He's done so much great stuff that does go a little bit unsung, but not behind closed doors. But definitely the blunders get spoken out loud in, in, into the public, as they should. And uh, Tommy, mate, you want to share us about that experience? Because I flicked over your number. Yeah, you did. I was searching far and wide. I go, I need a producer. And I called I called the great man. And I go, man, it's Tommy from the Unlaced. He goes, who? <laughs> He's like, mate, I've, I've met you before. I was on I was on show 20 something, you know. I was there. Yeah, and we think, had a conversation. I think I said, Pete, I've got this um, big name in America. I need I need to do one this week. And he goes, mate, I'm not available for four weeks. <laughs> oh, Pete, mate. No mayo on that either, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> no, mate. Did you get his name right? I heard you might have called him. Timmy, uh, Tim Tams. <laughs> no, nah, I'm only joking. Pete was great. We, um, our, our dates didn't align. So yeah, he's a great man. And yeah, that's like I said, I was looking for people, um, and Ethan over in the corner there, but he'll help us out. I'm looking forward to getting stuck pretty much just using your team. I should have, yeah, should mate, be mate. In, you should, yeah, you should be getting a no, no, commission here. Mate, I love my team. They're great. They're they're, awesome. They can expand. They're, they've got the, uh, the motivation. And they the really are. And, and shout out to Ethan and Pete and everyone else out there. The, the creatives behind the scenes, putting this stuff That's together. So that important. was what really was bringing me undone in Perth. Like mm. I had a great, I had people helping me out from a freelance point of view and they're amazing, mm. but it is so hard. It's hard work, man. And anyone that's in this space, like love your work, love yeah. it, want to hear about it. It's hard work and the energy to kind of, you know, like I've got a really strong vision, but if you, if you don't all like understand it, you know, yeah. you want to work with someone every day so you can kind of just make those little gains and yeah, yeah, enhance yeah. the product more like how it looks visually for everyone else yeah. and sounds. So that was quite difficult when I was doing it in Perth um, yeah. with, as I said to you, no studio, no consistent so producer, hard, it's so guests hard. on the fly, trying to nail the times and all that kind of stuff. And then doing your research. I remember <laughs> you put, after your first episode, you put up a story and you're like, shout out to anyone who's doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah. That could hard work. Well, more with video yeah, as well. Yeah, the collateral behind it oh, too. And then the worst part You don't part have support. Was, it's I've, very hard. I've launched Tommy Talks and then some... Some bloke in Scotland, some ex-buddy. Oh, he's, he was named <laughs> he's Tommy. Tommy. No, <laughs> oh, goodness. 
obviously like Oz American Aces is the, the main name, but yeah, yeah, Tommy yeah. Talks, everyone was going to hear yeah. some, <laughs> That's some, right, there was a blunder on day one. Some bald Scottish guys just launched his podcast. He's got Tommy a few talks. subscribers out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, I was losing it. Everyone's t- and then people are messaging me going, is this yours? <laughs> yeah, mate, it's the design. It's I mean, the backdrop. Uh, come on. So yeah, that was a funny one. That was gold. Know. That was gold. Now, um, I'm going to talk some footy with you, but before I do... Anyone who tuned into last week's episode knows that if you listen to the whole thing, which it is a great episode, we get into some really cool stuff towards the end. I finished off the episode by letting the guests know that all guests this year on the Unlaced podcast, they're not going to leave empty handed. And what I mean by that is our good friends over at Rick's, i.e. Tommy and co, are going to be supplying our guests with some pretty cool sunnies. Now, we're actually rocking some Rick's apparel, which I think from the last time we spoke... It was non-existent, so it's a relatively mm. new development and feature to the Rick's brand. So, but I actually bought this, and and I bought this off the um, the folks listing. Remember, there is a, a discount code out there, unlaced, ricks.com.au, rickseyewear.com.au. Get the unlaced code and get some sunnies. They're unreal. Um, there's always different sales going on, always new designs coming out and features. So it's a good time to get it. But this, yeah, this top, mate, it's 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 unreal. Yeah. The Leisure Green. Thank you, mate. Yeah, that one's quite popular. And I've got like this, the staple one on. And that's something that we've just done new when I was over there. Um, before I keep going, mate, by the way, you know, the big fella doesn't come on empty. Oh, no, he has not again. So the Orbits are your favorite. <laughs> and because <laughs> you're wearing green, these are the new crystal. What are these, these? Are the, these are the mint crystal. Look at these. Orbits. There we go. So throw them on, mate. But um, Look at this, the, the boxing as well, mate, eh? Yeah, it's all about the experience. You know how it is. Uh, yeah, so they're the. Take me. Um... They're the brand new orbits that we've just released. And anyone else out there that uh, wants some summer shades, head to rickshighway.com.au and use your code, The Look Unlaced. At these, mate. We're back again, Pete. They're <laughs> nice. Eh? How good are these? Nice. I love them. And, mate, we did something new. Yeah, we're doing a bit of clothing and we just put out a little collection, um, our leisure collection. And that one's really nice. I sat down. Mate, the process of doing that was thorough. Like, I'm backing myself to the. Really? You know, oh, we, I spent two months on it with one of the guys in. Um, a guy in Perth and, and even the brief was with someone else. I want to make sure the process was spot on because it was a new, you know, a new product for us and for me. And um, a lot of thought went into it. And we yeah. did a little bit of a classics and a leisure and a resort series. And the leisure was probably the most popular. Yeah. And I love it. Because the resorts, because um, that's the one I was looking at too. It's so the light blue kind yeah. of print, but similar kind of color. So there's like a resort series, more like that poolside type vibe, leisure, you know, good for anywhere, as you can see on the, on the, on the, um, t-shirt and then the classics, which is just staples in your black and white tees, which is what I've got on. Yeah. And truthfully didn't know how, um, how it'd go, how it'd go or what people would like. And that one that you're wearing is the most popular. That's sick, so you've got good, you got good taste. I yeah. do have good taste. There we yeah. go. Well, apparently like everyone else's, but, um, what, what are these ones? What are these ones called? They're called the orbits. Orbits. And they're mint crystal. Mint crystal. Do you look say, at yeah, these? They, look, they look mint. <laughs> mate, that's awesome. Appreciate that. Thank you very much. No pleasure, mate. Yeah, I see. So they're our guests. We're going to be getting these guys. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll have to do a bit of a raffle off with some of our subscribers through the year. We'll get some, some winners on Ricks if you tag some friends in some stuff. We'll think of something pretty cool to engage everyone and give everyone an opportunity. But if you do want to check them out, the discount code Unlaced. Get on there. Um, the footy season. We had a good chat around. I reckon you when you came on. It was closest. It would have been the season was well underway. So we're having a good chat about it, but a bit of a season review from last year. You obviously had probably you know good seats at most mm. games, given most of the games started to migrate to Perth at the pointy end of the season. But how do you find it overall? Yeah, it was done, done really well. Perth dominated. Yeah. Um, Optus Stadium was was humming, and 
the grand final was epic, man. Did uh, you go? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Got, well, the Giants boys, um, a lot of people couldn't go because of Perth. Yeah. Right. So they couldn't get in. So, um, yeah, I think Dave Matthews had a, like, he's a CEO of the Giants. Great man. Had a table and, uh, for like the big dogs and none of them could get there. So I think they were like, who can go? And old Tommy boy sitting in, <laughs> <laughs> of course he sitting is. in the box seat. Tommy so finds a seat at every table. So Timmy Toronto and, um, Sammy Taylor and I think Bobby Hill. We roll in, had to wear a suit. Um, yeah. So we suited up and I've rolled in and it's in like the, like the who's who's type, like it was the big dog room. So I shouldn't have been in there. <laughs> and as I sat down, I'm sitting next to like, yeah, Aaron Sanderlands is on the table next to me, which we're really good mates with. And uh, Shawnee McManus, who's a Freo legend. Yep. I was on his table. So it worked out perfectly. And yeah, mate, the beers were free and it was flowing <laughs> and the game was really good. Like yeah. I know it was a blowout late, but. It was just, close for, for mate, like, the it first was a, half was really good. Chalor kicked a couple and then it was like Live, back in the game. Like, yeah. Obviously a few beers, but, <laughs> but live, like middle of the third, you didn't yeah. know where it was going because yeah. like, oh, dogs were up, I think, at halftime. Yeah, 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 yep, yep, yep. It was an incredible game and it was it, it was a very entertaining. And yeah. then it just, you know, just the days it, didn't it? went crazy late. But, mate, it was um, the the entertainment. Perth dominated the light shows. It was awesome. They did a really good job. I think I had, um, I've had a couple of people on this show, but like a couple of the Collingwood boys have said, because I asked them, like, what's the most intimidating away ground? And they never said it was intimidating, but they're just, like, to play there. Particularly, they did say against West Coast. But yeah. the lighting at Optus and, like, the like the way they play the music. I think West Coast play, like, this Wolf Mother song before players come out. Yeah. And they're, like, it's just electric. Like, mm. it's just the stadium's just glowing. Yeah, it's a new stadium as well. So, I think it's the unreal, sound's man. really good. Night games, they, you know, they put their colors on and, yeah. and the light shows and all that. Um yeah, and Freo, like I've, I haven't been in many West Coast games, to be honest. Yeah, of course. But you watch them on TV and it's a it's a home crowd, you know. Yeah. There's not many others there. So it is hard to play, they reckon. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the grand final and the final series was, was really good. It was packed out, man. Did you pick, were you surprised by Melbourne doing what they did? Because I think they, what they, minor premiers, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, I, was, I wasn't surprised. Because you were pretty bullish, I think you were pretty bullish on Geelong. Yeah, were, were you were you pretty confident in them. Yeah, I've seen, it was I heard at the start you on... of the year. They had a lot of injuries, Geelong though. Yeah, um, a lot of injuries, and and then they uh, yeah they got. I went to the game. I think the prelim. Yeah, they got they got smoked from memory. Yeah, I can't. Who was that against? Was it, it was the Demons? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it was Maxi Gorn show that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was my that was my tip at the start of the year. Yeah. So not bad. Top four. Yeah, top four. Uh, but the granny, I had no idea the way yeah. the dogs played in the yeah, prelim. I was like, wow, because I rate I rated Port high, like right. They up beat there. they beat him in Adelaide, didn't, didn't they? they? They really they they really smashed him. Yeah. Um. And and I really rate Port, so I was like, oh mate, the dogs are humming. Yeah. And then the D's are humming. I'm like, this can be cracker. I couldn't split them. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, yeah, I don't even know who I tipped. I don't I don't think I did. I think I sat in the fence. <laughs> Regardless yeah. who you tip, I because I had mates both sides. I didn't really want to. <laughs> I wasn't really going for anyone. I was just supporting my mates. Yeah. And, um. And the boys that were playing that I knew, and uh, yeah, the best team won. Mate, exciting. Well, I've got a few um, few questions for you for, for this year because we're coming up to the season. This kicks off in like over a month, like months, Mar- yeah. end of March. Yeah, it's coming come quick, isn't it? It's come quick, yeah. Um, we'll go into a, a quick little segment, but um, who do you see as the big improvers? Carlton. Carlton? Yeah. Big, really? Yeah, big on them. Big Michael on them. Voss coming straight in. Is it More the Voss effect or the list effect? No disrespect to Vossi. He'll be huge, no doubt. But yeah. just 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 purely on playing group, I just think their midfield's going to get going. Yes, I'm very... 
I'm going to put it out there. My best bet is them making finals. Yeah. Is there a market there? Get on it. Uh, really? It, I think they'll play finals this year. I know everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah. we. No, I think they're the real. I, I like, Did people say this about them last year, though? I don't know, time? man. As a, as a, as a, I don't get involved in the external stuff. Yeah. So you I kind just... of have an opinion. And my opinion is if they're fit and healthy, I love their list. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's a good list. Yeah. I like their midfield. I like their keys. Um, I, I think they'll, I think they'll do really well. So Carlton, he thinks are the big improvers. Who do you think is going to be sliding down from last season? Who, who, who could have the biggest drop off? Oh, I don't think negatively like that. My brain doesn't. You're just thinking upscale, aren't you? I'm thinking positively and I'm thinking up. Um, mm, great it's question. A, it is a tough one because someone's going to have to, if Carlton are coming in. I even think, like, I mean, the Saints, who knows with them, what type of year they're going to have. Tigers are probably going to pick it up. Yeah, it's going to be even. That's the part, that's what the AFL is trying to do now, yeah, isn't it? It is. It's, it is much more even. One thing I will say, because I'm a Freo fan as well, is they're going to, and West Coast, they're going to come to Melbourne and probably in hubs. Yeah. So I feel like they've got the most, they, they're up against it a bit. If that happens, it goes. there goes your home, unless they give them all the home games at the back. Yeah. But Perth hasn't opened the borders yet. Yeah. So if they're in Melbourne for the whole issue. season, then that becomes the issue for me. Yeah. Other than that, I've got no idea. Well, this this might test you then because you think positively. A Gold Coast going to get off the bottom like the wooden spoon? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like what they're doing and um, they need to. Yeah, they need to. Big they time. need to. And they've got to. Yeah, they need to. They need to keep Ben King. That's what they need to do. Yeah. If he goes, that's going to be... Your brother needs to join him, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Maxie, nah, mate, the Saners. Got a couple of mates there. So I'd love to see the boys. I'd love to see the Suns going. And yeah. they will. They've got, good, they've got good players there. and um, They could come out in the blocks and explode. Yeah, they could. So, if they get... Or Raul will hopefully stay fit. That'll be a big... stack. They moved a few players. More opportunity for other players. Yeah. Um, excited to see... The Suns. Who individually do you think is going to have this? Like, who's Brownlow? Brownlow-esque for you? Oh, Brownlow's always a famous it's a, it's question. Because you've got the Petrakis, you've got the Pontepelli, you've got like the obvious names. Sammy Walsh just signed Sammy a Walsh deal is... today. Walsh is a, a gun. He's a superstar. And you can't you can't keep up with him because he's fitter. So if he wins his own ball, which he does, I know Pete over there is getting a bit excited. While yeah, geez, it's the... like Carlton heavy, this Pete. Yeah, I know. You paid him a little bit, haven't you? <laughs> I think he's feeling bad for the uh, the take... rain we gave you earlier. Just I'll on... take the cash as well, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I like Walshie for a, for a brown low. All right, well, it's, this is more your sanctum, right? Because we're going to go top four and then a winner. So who who do you, th- who do you what's your top four? Tommy Sheridan's <laughs> top four. Tommy's tips. Gee whiz. This Without is much preparation. You don't need Give much. Give me Melbourne. Yep. Are you sticking with Geelong or are they sliding now? I'm going to stick older. with Port. Port, got to be. Okay. So Melbourne, Port. I'm going to go with Brisbane. Brisbane, yeah. They've, they've been consistent. And then I think I'd go the Bulldogs again. Bulldogs. Wow. Oh, you said that one with a bit of like a... No, they're young, but they're good. They're just so good. Ah, the dogs will be up there. And then, but the thing is, like when I was saying that, I was like, far out. There's a little bit of a, you know, you're a bit disrespectful to a few other teams there, Geelong and Richmond and the rest of them. But yeah. Who knows? Honestly, got no idea. There's a lot. It's a good yeah. question. It's early in the year. Oh, mate, it's part of the theatre of the sport. Everyone's fit and healthy. Who knows? Yeah. I can see Melbourne going again. Yeah. They're it's the good. obvious selection, isn't it? But back-to-back's very rare. It is. It is. Well, Tommy Sheridan, folks, the train, he's brought it all today, Bucks parties, Rick Siwe, the NFL expert, the guru, um, talking footy. It's been an absolute pleasure. If you are listening to this podcast, like I love you for, for doing so, get on uh, Osmeric and Aces. 
Check out Tommy Talks. He's got a whole bunch of stuff coming up. He's going to be flying content out the door this year. Our old mate Ethan's going to be uh, working overtime and loving life, no doubt. But it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Um, and, mate, yeah, absolute pleasure, mate. Thanks for coming on again. Thanks for the sunnies. Jakey boy, it is a pleasure. I, I love talking to you and I love what you do. And it'd be, it'd be rude of me not to ask you a few questions, mate. What is the, <laughs> what is the, what is the plan with the pod this year? Where are you going mate, with it? Well, it's a good question. I did mention it briefly on the first podcast, but we want to do more consistent episodes. We want to do them with, like you sort of said, a variety of people around sport. We had like a couple of cool people on last year that I love talking to. Yeah. That wasn't the obvious guest for us, which was, you know, we had DJ Generic on. He was a massive, he's a massive Pies fan. So just getting his perspective on like, you know, the blood, sweat and tears that he feels and like the anger yeah. he has that players can't share that a fan can. Then we had Jackie Lauder. She's a, you know, one of the best sports psychologists going around and she works, she's the Melbourne Storm psych, the um, AFL women's at Collingwood and the AFL men's at Collingwood. Just on her, what was something that, what was the one thing that you took away from that? She, I, I posted this quote and Jackie, I hope you're listening because you'll love this. She's, she's, she's an absolute legend. I actually went and saw her myself. I said this before, like when I came yeah. out of soccer. Because I saw this um, four-part doco, Collingwood, Adstral, I was speaking with her, it was about him, it just seemed so good. But she was talking about, I was like, because she's on, she's full, full-time, full she's working so much more than anyone, but it's kind of like she's part-time across all the clubs. Yeah. So she divides her time because like she can't just go full-time and the clubs, you know, they're not allocating enough budget to give her, you know, warranting just having her there full stop. And I was just trying to get her to justify to me why is her job so important at a pro level? And she referenced that, you know, if you think of your best player at a footy club and let's go with like her reference was Scott Pendlebury at Collingwood, for example, he's your Rolls Royce. If you're going to get a second grade mechanic to deal with a Rolls Royce, you're going to get that result. And it's like, you can't, you can't get a coach or, you know, someone around footy or someone that's maybe, you know, touched the space that she's been in for 15 years with the highest qualifications worked all around to do what she does. Cause everything she says and does is with a purpose. And she's reading things that no one else can read to pick up to how to help them. Yeah. So now she's like pretty much her door is just a revolving door at Storm and Collingwood. People just coming in. It's like becoming the norm. Like when you got drafted, when I was playing pro soccer, it was like, it wasn't a thing, you know, like it wasn't really a thing. But when she said that, she referenced the Rolls Royce, like you need a Rolls Royce sort of, you know, psychologist and person that's going to help that because that's uh, how, you know, how pivotal is that to, to how they play. So it is. And that relationship to be able to know what they've probably already spoken about, reminding them of yeah. know, all the things they're going through. Yeah, they're, Correct. They're, yeah. They're, so yeah. we're going to, yeah, we're going to get some more guests on like that. I want to get some more musicians on like people around hip hop and stuff, which we've spoken to a few people, people around business in sport, but vlogs, like, you know what we've spoken on. I'm excited for that yeah, one. Yeah, mate. I just want to do some, the Super Bowl vlogs going to be the first one of the year. We did one with Michael Zarafa in his corner last year, which was awesome. Shout out, um, the pretty boy for, for that one. He's got his fight with Isaac Hardman. And then also, um, you know, we did the, uh, what was it? The food review with Dane Swan, which was <laughs> the best thing ever. Yeah. So I just want to do more cool stuff like that. So, yeah, it's or great. Dwayne Swan is uh, Pete would call him Dwayne. Yeah. So let's, That's you know, great. we want to keep, keep climbing the charts, keep getting everyone listening and hopefully having fun. So. I like the vlog and I'm looking forward to it. I've never done one either. So I'm excited to do this Super Bowl one and, yeah. um, Let's hope it comes down to the last play and the pub oh, going wild. Well yeah. Everyone has the same bet on or something and we all <laughs> cash in and just carry on like pork chops. But um, no, nah, mate, look, exciting. I can't wait to um, to tune into them all. And, and thank you for having me. It's it's always a pleasure. We'll do more of these. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing Pistol and the, and the, and the Blue Baggers get up and get Here you, we mates. go, mate. But uh, yeah, thanks, mate. It's a, it's great. And I, um, I look forward to catching up. Cheers, Traino. Pleasure, mate. Awesome.
Are you a podcaster? Maybe you've got that big idea and you're looking for a network to join. The multi-award winning Ozcast Network can get your content to eyes and ears all over the world. Join now for the first month free and you could be featuring this sound at the beginning of your podcast. Ozcast. Simply head to ozcastnetwork.com for details.